Welcome, my love. Welcome to the Legacy of Soul podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Pralla, and it is such an honor for me to receive you into this space with me today. In this podcast, we dive deep into all things sacred leadership, devotion-driven business, the evolution of self, and soul liberation. If you hear a calling within to serve this world, to speak your truth, and to offer your wisdom in the name of love, you have come to the right place. Here you will find all the tools, teachings, and transmissions you need to answer your calling, to take responsibility for all the magnificent gifts that God has given you, and to expand into your fullest and brightest expression of self. Now I invite you to take a deep breath in with me, allowing yourself to feel into the radiant, beautiful and powerful self that you are. And on the out-breath, letting anything that feels dense and heavy to you go. One more deep breath in. Allowing yourself to expand into the magnitude of your being and sighing anything that is not serving you anymore out. (laughs) Thank you, my love. And now let's dive right into today's episode. Enjoy. I love you. I see you. I honor you. I am you. Welcome, my love. Oh my, I'm not even kidding. We just got off the call with Tony Zamora, our guest of this week, and my entire body is buzzing. I am so excited for this podcast episode. We're diving deep, 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 deep into brand energetics, and that really doesn't do it saying it like that because Tony fuses astrology with branding and business and the gold nuggets she just dropped in this episode it's just out of this world for me I am so honored and so grateful to have recorded this powerful conversation you really do want to get your journals out today because Tony is giving you so much insight and so much tangible things that you can take away from this episode to start building your own brand, to build your own mission, to know how to communicate to your audience because your chart holds all of it. It is crazy to me. Like I'm still on a high of this conversation we just had. I'm literally sweating, guys. Like I'm not even kidding. I'm sweating with my entire body because it heated me up so much. It excited me so much. Um, we're talking about how to find your the, the mission of your business in your chart around how you're supposed to communicate. And your chart even tells you who your freaking audience and who your one-on-one clients are. I mean, what? That is just insane. So without any further ado, I'm going to let you into today's episode. Get your journals ready, heat up the tea, lean back and enjoy. This is going to be 
life-changing for real guys this is going to be life-changing thank you so much for being here and enjoy this gem of an episode Tony, it is such an honor for me to receive you onto this podcast today. Um, we just talked about how excited we are for this. This is, for me, such an interesting topic we're about to dive into today. And I'm very excited for you to bring this to our people. So I would love for you to introduce yourself to us. Who are you? What are you doing? Uh, why are you here? Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Tony Zamora. I am a many things, but I'm a business astrologer at the core of what I do. And I've done that for the past five, six years, maybe closer to six now. And then I am now introducing myself into a new aspect that is like a brand energetics coach, because there's something that I understand really well. It's like, I've done design for many years in like a professional corporate sense. And I know branding, like the back of my hand, but there is something about like brand energetics and incorporating astrology that to me feels like magic. So that's what I'm pursuing. And that's what I do. So I own an astrology based brand studio where we do just that dive into the chart, figure out the essence of the being and then create a brand in a business that reflects that back. Wow, that is so, so amazing. <laughs> I found Tony through a live that she did where she talked about exactly that, how we can use our chart for our brand. I was like, what? Like my chart tells me all of these amazing things. So I'm very happy yes. to have you talk on that. Can you tell us what does a business astrologer do for those that don't know? Yes, absolutely. So it's very similar to an astrologer, but what we do is we pull up the birth chart. So the birth chart, if you're new to astrology, is the moment in time you took your first breath. So it is your your birth date, your place of birth, and your time of birth. And then we're able to pull up a birth chart, which essentially shows where the planets are at the time of birth. And that will give a flavor of the energy and looking at the chart holistically will tell us exactly what you want to know. So from a business perspective, I look at the chart in the same way an astrologer would, but I'm doing it through the lens of business. And so we can look at things like what are you supposed to offer? What does your vitality and energy look like? Um, how are you supposed to make decisions? What is your message? What is your marketing? What is your content, right? It's like everything. How do you manage your finances? Do you have a team, right? All of that. So I'm doing it through the lens of business, but looking at the same information an astrologer would, but I'm just making sure that we're using your chart to make sure that your business is at, it's like, you know, as best it is, as it can be. It's like at its, at its highest expression. Wow, I think this is so interesting that our chart to me never like it never ceases to amaze me when I look at my chart. I'm just starting with astrology, so I'm not like a pro in all of this, but every time I read something up about my chart, it literally describes me and I'm like how does the internet know, you know? <laughs> how does yeah, the know? a calculator on the internet. Um so it's very interesting to me that our chart also tells us so much about our business. Can you tell us a little bit about 
especially like our mission, because I feel like so many people, um, so many clients of mine, they're like, I feel this calling, but I don't know like what it is, you know? And yeah. I, I held myself stuck in that kind of confusion for so long. So, um, can you tell us of where we can find that in our chart? Yeah. So the, the mission, it's, it's interesting because it can be interpreted in a couple of different ways, but at a basic core level, your purpose, why you reincarnated in this lifetime, how you're supposed to shine through the business has everything to do with your son. And a lot of people know what their sun sign is. So it's a really great, easy place to start. I am a cancer. What do you know? What are you? I'm a cancer too. <laughs> oh, love it. Okay. So we're both cancer sons, right? So we automatically know that, but you're going to have a different flavor than I'm going to have. Right. And so it's, it's looking at the sun as a whole. And if you're new to astrology, like start with the very basics of like pulling up the chart and just getting familiar with what it looks like, because the sun will be in a certain spot within the chart. And that's what we want to take a look at. Cause that's very important. And when you're looking at your chart, there are things called houses, which pretty much just look like slices of pizza throughout the entire wheel that separate the signs from one another. And so it's like understanding where cancer is and what number is that? Because the house placement will be very different. Do you know what house yours is in? I pulled my chart up right before we, we started. So that would be where cancer in, in like cancer. What do I look at? <laughs> do you, can you share your screen? Yes, I can. Definitely. Oh, wait, the Perfect. sun is in the 11th house. Perfect. So yours is in the 11th. Mine is in the 10th, right? So it's immediately we have different flavors, right? Okay. And so the way that you are going to shine is through and your chart is pulling out. Great. Okay. Amazing. So the way that you it's in the 11th house. Exactly. So the way that you'll shine is through the 11th house, right? So you'll look at the placement in the 11th house and just try to understand that energy, right? So the 11th house is all about groups and activities, right? This is somebody who is creating a group of a collective of like-minded people, of women who feel, right? You know, about cancer is all about emotions yeah. and feelings. It's ruled by the moon. So this is somebody who is creating a community, a tribe, right? Like that's the focus, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like understanding that on a deep core level. Mine is in the 10th house. And so I shine outwardly through my business, right? And I've like known since I was a little girl that I was going to own my own business and that I was going to have, you know, employees and like, and like, that's just my thing. And I'm a very like nurturing and caring leader when it comes to my business. And so starting to understand like the flavor on a deeper level, this isn't showing me any degrees, but taking a look at like the degrees where is it at um if it's like you know further along oh there we go <laughs> 29 degrees okay perfect yeah so understanding like where it is in the chart right so 29 degrees of yours is cancer so it's going to be very close to leo right so it's like you're kind of on the cusp there of like almost yeah. crossing over into leo and so like understanding how that flavors you and then if you scroll up just a second what I would have everybody take away who's listening in is like understanding the aspects of the chart. So like your chart is opposing, which just means that the planets need to be brought into balance. They're opposite each other, Uranus and Aquarius. And so like, that's a different flavor. And then adding on where Neptune is also opposing it, right? So it's, it's like a deeper level and understanding of astrology that has to be like, 
you know, to, to fully really understand it. But I think on a basic level, just understanding like the archetype of cancer. Yeah. So like for anyone that, that is listening, what I, I hear from this, wait, where are you? <laughs> um, from anyone. Oh, yeah, where, you can stop sharing. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> there we go. Um, for anyone that, that, is listening when we look at our sun sign though so it's our sun sign is kind of telling us the mission that we're here for and then we look at the house and that kind of gives us a flavor right because what i understand that every house has its like topic so when we merge those two it gives us a clear a clearer view on what we are here to do on this earth exactly yeah and then when you start to blend in the aspects which is a little bit like uh, more complicated astrology, but I would encourage everybody to do it because it matters, right? So like for you, you're not just a cancer sun in the 11th house. It, 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 it doesn't work like that. You have to look at like, oh, it's actually opposing Uranus. How does Uranus flavor? Because what, what that means like opposition or an aspect is like it's in relationship with another planet. And so it no longer is just a cancer sun. It's a cancer sun that's flavored by that opposition to Uranus and that opposition yeah. to Neptune, right? So looking at the aspect aspects to your chart. And if you're not sure like what aspects are, you can just Google astrology aspects and they'll tell you like what a square is, an opposition, a sextile, right? You can like kind of read on them and then put the put them together. You know, what's important is, is that astrology is an experiment, right? Yeah. So it's something to like experiment and play with. I can tell you the energy and the chart, but that is my interpretation. And so it's really important for you to actually like dive into your own chart and figure out like, what does this mean for me? And so much of astrology experimentation is like contemplating on that, like sitting on the energy and seeing like, what does this mean for me? And how can I move into the highest expression? Because like I mentioned, you and I are both cancer suns, but our expressions are so different, right? Like I've got mine flavored by a lot of fire in my chart. So like I'm a fiery sort of cancer, right? Where somebody might be like a softer cancer. So it's like understanding how the chart works together as a whole. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I absolutely love that. When I watched your your live, I, I remember like I stayed up so late Googling every single thing about yeah. that chart. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's fascinating the universes that open themselves up there. And so when we take this a step further, so now our chart has told us more or less what our mission on this planet is, right? So what are we, what I understand cancers are nurturing and um, maybe you can touch on some examples of the other zodiacs. What, what does the sun mean? Yeah, so definitely. And I think cancer is nurturing, but there are many different sides and facets of all of the different signs. And so I I would take that into consideration too. Yeah, because not every cancer sun will express itself the same. Some will be more nurturing. Some might be definitely like more prickly, right? Like you have to kind of think about the archetype. And so that's what I would invite everybody to do who's listening in. So find your zodiac sign and then like contemplate and sit and reflect on what the archetype is. So for Aries, we can start there. It's the start of the Zodiac. It is um, the Ram, right? And so like understanding like what the Ram is, what it represents, it's a fire element, just like start your experiment, start Googling and like see what you find. You know, I started like a Google doc and I kind of like just drop all the things in there. And then I sit and reflect on like what feels right for me, right? And for Aries, 
you know, the, the process that I go through is looking at like, what is the highest expression of Aries? And I want to know what the shadow of Aries is too, because a lot of what happens when you become a business owner is that your shadow is reflected back to you in a very loud way, right? Because oh, we yeah. have to be present, right? We have to put ourselves out there, right? We can't be, you know, hidden, like we can't hide. And so, a lot of that will come up. And so look at both the shadow and the highest expression. And you can just Google it. What is the highest expression of Aries? What is the shadow side of Aries? And the shadow side of Aries is all about control, right? Like they want to control everything. Um, They can get a little agitated, a little quick to get angry, right? And so thinking through like, oh, where do I see that coming up in my business? Where am Mm -hmm. I like agitated by things, right? Or where do I just like want to uh, sometimes Aries from a shadow perspective will just like start a bunch of things, but not finish them. And that's okay. Like that is part of Aries archetype, but it's like, where are you just like starting things just to start them? And like, you really have no purpose. You don't know where you're going and like nothing is thought out and planned. And how can you move into the highest expression? Like Aries is here to activate, right? Mm -hmm. So Aries is a great placement for somebody who wants to be a coach, who wants to activate something in somebody's life. I have like big Aries placement in my own chart. And so for me, it's like, I know that I'm like knocking people back into alignment. It's not a gentle process. My process Mm -hmm. is not gentle, although (laughs) I am a cancer, right? Like I'm not going to be like, oh, so nurturing, although I am a cancer. But it's like when you get in relationship with me, it actually is a lot more like, let's do this. Are you ready? Let's go, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's that Aries archetype. So at a highest level, you're here to activate humans on the planet. And how can you do that in a way that feels aligned for you? Um, do you want to name off some other signs? I think like that's helpful. Just yeah, let's do like signs. two or three more for sure. Yeah, I think it's super yeah. Interesting. Let's go through. Um, let's do Aquarius. So right. Aquarius came up next for me. So Aquarius, um, again, looking at the shadow and the highest frequency. The highest frequency is here to further humanity along, right? Like this is somebody who is who is like. I keep seeing like this new age archetype, like the new earth, like this is somebody who comes from a different timeline into this timeline to progress us forward, to help us ascend to something higher. Like this is a very like spiritual sign, right? Because it is like helping us further humanity. And so thinking through like, where do I want that to come across in my business? And then from a shadow perspective, like, you know, Aquarius can be kind of like, very much in their mind, like thinking that it's all about them, right? When they need to really be focusing on like the greater collective. So it's Mm -hmm. like, where am I being possibly like a little bit selfish or just thinking about only myself? Where am I like not open to other people's feelings because I'm more like in my head and I don't want to really deal with feelings, right? Things like that. Where am I like detached and closed off from community and humanity when I need to be open to that? Another one is Scorpio, which is coming to mind. So Scorpio, like the highest expression of Scorpio is to transcend and transmute, right? So this is somebody who takes something, changes it, like like dives deep into it to understand it, changes and transmutes it and has something new reborn from it. It's very much like the Phoenix energy. It's like to die and then rebirth. And so at a high level, if your son is in Scorpio, like what do you want to do, you know, amongst humans or earth that you want to change, uproot and transform to something new? Yeah. And then from a lower perspective, right? Like 
Scorpio can be very vindictive, right? And it can be very much like all about everybody else and everybody else's drama. So it's like, where are you creating chaos and stories in your life just to like be in everybody else's business so you don't have to deal with your own you know, shadow and your own stuff. Yeah. Right. So, so you see how you start to like kind of understand because that's the shadow is going to pop up immediately when you raise your hand to say, Hey, I want to start a revolution and I want to be a business owner. That shadow is going to say, actually, I'm going to create a lot of chaos in your life. I'm going to make sure that this and this happens. So that way you're distracted. I'm going to try to like the mind tries to keep us safe. And then that's when the shadow will pop up with every sign. Right. And so it's doing the deconditioning work that's needed to move to the highest expression. And that is the mission. Now I I mentioned, oh, go ahead. I was just going to add one thing. Yeah, um, just one thing. I really love how this gives you kind of a direction because sometimes it's like, oh, I have to overcome my shadow and like grow and raise my vibration doing like the quotation marks here. Um, and I really love how this kind of gives you a direction, right? So if we go yes. for our highest expression of our sun, it's not only like we're swimming in the sea trying to get away from our shadow, but it's yes. actually giving you this like point to go at. Absolutely. And it's incorporating the shadow, right? Like shadow is nothing to be afraid of. And I think a lot of times we'll be like, you know, my shadow is agitation and like I'm getting agitated. So I want to like almost make it so that that doesn't happen. But it's like, no, actually what I need to do is just accept the fact that like this is my shadow coming out right now and be aware of it. Like awareness is the first step. And then try to figure out like, what can I, what's, what's agitating me? Like almost start. That's why I said it's an experiment. Like start to uh, look at your life and figure out like, where's the shadow showing up? Okay. It's right there. And then what can you do to like help that? Right. And fix that. And then it'll be easier for you to move into, like you said, that direction of where you're heading, which is like, um, like your North star almost of like, this is where, this is why I'm here and how I'm supposed to show up in business. And so I'm going to move into the highest expression and it's a day by day choice at every decision. You can choose shadow or you can choose higher expression. So just take it one day at a time. Yes. And I love that you say it sad to integrate the shadow because I think it's so important that we stop rejecting and judging our shadow because this is where we give it more power and it grows even bigger. Um, rather than to see, okay, like this is my shadow. Like, hi, dude. It's okay that you're here, you know, but I choose to uh take a different decision and i choose to align with that higher frequency of mine i'm definitely going to go ahead after our call and be like what's the highest expression of cancer yes (laughs) Uh, exactly that's super beautiful so when people know their mission now or like kind of what like their bigger picture is of why they are here what is the next step to see how they can communicate that and how they can bring it to the people Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that because this is like one of my favorites is to look at your Mercury placement. So to understand Mercury represents what we're here to share and our brand message. So diving deep into the planet of Mercury and seeing where it is the same process, right? Like seeing where it is in your chart, what house is it in? Is it making any aspects to anything? And explore that energy. Like you do not have to be an astrology expert to do this work around your sun and your Mercury. You just have to be a Google expert, right? So like (laughs) get on there and start Googling like Mercury and Leo trying you know, Neptune, what does that mean? And then just write it down and experiment it. What for you resonates, what doesn't, and then, 
and contemplate that. So Mercury is the best next, next place to start. Where was yours? I don't remember. Leo. Oh, perfect. I just said that too. Mercury. Leo. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you're um, reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So it's the same thing, like thinking through like, what is the highest expression of Leo? Leo is all about courage. So it's like, this is somebody who's going to have a brand message about like getting out there you know, standing out. Leo does not want to be like anybody else. It's like, it's like integrity and it's like heart forward. And it is like being absolutely vulnerable and authentic in your expression. It is creative self-expression, right? So leaning into that higher frequency, but then looking to like, what is the shadow of Leo? Like, okay, Leo can be a little bit too prideful. It could be too much getting in the ego, right? So then you can speak into both from a brand message perspective, like, understanding that your audience is looking for whatever information, which we'll get to next, then communicating that. And like, here's how you can move out of pride and move into this and start to communicate the Leo story. You I know? just created a post literally on that today. I'm like, wow. Amazing. Well, not pride so much, but um, like, yeah, moving out of like- Getting out of the ego. ego. Yeah, yeah, getting out of the ego and like the false sense of humility, of humbleness and like Humble, getting out yeah. there and roaring. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yes. I like, I align to my Leo here. <laughs> exactly. So you'll do that always. Cause this is like one thing I tell people is like, your branding as far as like your logo, your colors, your fonts, everything will will change many, many times over the course of being an entrepreneur, but will never change is like the core of who you are and that purpose of why you're here and that Mercury and what you're here to communicate. Like you're always going to be telling a story about being courageous yeah. and standing up and raising your hand to go first. And, and like, that's just going to be the story always. And so then making that the brand message come through, through everything you do, whether it's social social media, emails, marketing, right? On your website, like it is, it's speaking into that courage. It's encouraging people and it's, it's inspiring them and empowering them. Yeah. You know what I think is really interesting. When I started my business journey, I felt a big pressure to make money because I wanted to get out of my living situation. I was a new mother. I, I lived in a country. I live, I'm from Germany, but I lived in Argentina already. So there were, and I didn't have a job. So there was so much pressure on me and I didn't allow myself to really listen to what I wanted to share. I just started to yeah. share what I saw working online. Right. So, you mm -hmm. know, like the standard business coaching stuff. And yeah. I felt so drained by it. And at one point I was like, I didn't have any money on my bank account anymore. And I was like, fuck it. Like this hasn't worked out in two <laughs> years. Like it's just not working out. What is it that I want to share? And this is where I started to open myself up and I stepped more into this message. Um, that, that is exactly what I'm sharing. It's like, you have to show up in your truth and speak up and take up space in your truth yeah. as kind of like a leader of a new paradigm. Um, and what and I do you see how like, oh, I was just going to say, and do you see yeah. how like, I don't need, I, we didn't even look at like all the aspects and all the other things in yeah. your chart. So that's why I'm saying like, if you're listening in, don't overcomplicate it. Like just look at the archetype and understand the archetype yeah. because you're right. Like it's coming through your message already. It's likely something that you're already aware of, but it's like just leaning into it more. Right. Because right. that attracts the people who want that message from you because people can feel when you're posting things that are not in alignment with your message. 
Right. That's exactly where I wanted to get at. It's that you already know, you know, I, I told myself the story for more than two years of like, I don't know what to share. And the truth is that I always knew I just never allowed yeah. myself to see it and to actually follow that call. And <laughs> Oh, and I goosebumps. <laughs> and everything changed for me when I took that that step into really allowing myself to just speak what I wanted to say. Um, and I think that like everyone that is listening, it's so important for you to know that you know what you want to say you know what your message is and i think the beauty about the chart is that it's just a reconfirmation right yeah it's it's not telling you anything different it's allowing yourself to trust yourself and then use it to find confirmation in what you already know yeah and i think for the people who listen in and, and like they look up their mercury and it doesn't feel aligned those are likely the people like you mentioned who look at what everybody else is doing and then just copy what they're doing and especially if you work with like a coach one-on-one they'll tell you like here's what you have to do that here's the formula to success to make 10k months right and then you start posting things like that and you're going to feel deeply out of alignment and you'll start to see that like clients aren't magnetized when you're out of alignment. They're magnetized when you're in alignment. And it's not about being perfect. It's just about being authentically like who you really are. And that's part of your message too. It's like authenticity. It's about the heart. It's about being vulnerable. It's about putting yourself out there. And, and Leo, I'm sorry, but like, they don't care what you think. Right. So it's like, if you're caring what people think when, when you're writing your post, uh, it's not, you're not in the right strategy. You have to align to like, to that Leo archetype. So for me, like when I'm about to write something or do something for a client, I'll like put that like energy on, you know, like, what does it feel like to be like a proud Leo and, and to like live life and play like Leo is all about like play and having fun and enjoying life. And so if I'm writing things about like make 10 great months and like, it sounds very much like Capricorn energy, then people are going to be like, well, they're going to feel that from you. It's going to feel very off. Yeah. Wow. That is so interesting. I love that. And you mentioned what, like the next step of what people want from you. Was that it? Yes. Yeah. So audience. So this is like the next layer on. So it's like, you know, your purpose, you've got your message and it's like understanding the audience because so much of what we do as entrepreneurs is serve the audience. And I think a lot of people will think about themselves and they'll get very much in that ego cycle. Like you just mentioned, like, what do I like and what do I want to post about and things like that. But you also have to think about like, what does the audience want from me and how can I embody that expression to the highest um and because that's going to help me magnetize the clients that want my message right so for example um yours okay hold on i'm just thinking what what's your rising sign rising is the ascendant yes that's virgo Virgo rising. Okay. So you're a Pisces in the seventh house. So I would take a look at the seventh. How do you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, you're a Pisces in the um, seventh house. And then that would mean, I'm just doing calculations in my head. Hold on. That would mean that you are the cancer in the 11th house. Perfect. So you've got two water signs. And so I look at the seventh house as people who want to work closely one-on-one relationships with you. So these are like your one-on-one clients. These are your business partnerships. These are the people who work with you very, very closely. And then from the 11th house perspective, taking a look at the sign on that cusp, which for you is cancer. And so understanding that your audience is definitely going to be like cancer energy, which is great because your son is there. So you understand it really well. 
So when you get the seventh and the 11th house, so whatever signs are on the cusp, just feel into the energy. So let's start with the seventh house. So the Pisces energy, like what does it feel like to be in a relationship really closely with you? It's very intuitive. It's very mystical. You're very spiritual, right? So speaking into that and understanding that like the audience wants to know your unique spiritual perspective on something. Right. So if, for example, if we got into like a one-on-one container, I actually expect that from you energetically without even knowing your Mm -hmm. chart, right? Like your audience can feel into that and they know that like, this is going to be a spiritual mystical experience. And then if you get in and you're like, make 10 K, like you're repeating all the information, right. From the business coach, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Like this I don't understand. Like something isn't right. And so it's like leaning into the spiritual community. Both of yours are in water. So your audience is a spiritual community. It's somebody who knows about intuition or at the very least is interested in it. Right. It's people who like maybe follow the moon cycles, right. The cancer, like think about like the water archetype of Pisces and cancer. Um, If you're, if you're, seventh and 11th house is in a different sign. We can talk about that too. But I think like from a water perspective, just understanding that you're targeting a very spiritual audience. And so your message should be targeted to them too. So it would be talking to like the light workers and telling them you should be courageous. You should get out there. Do you see how it's layered? Like now you're layering on the Leo. Yeah. Right. And you should say like, don't, you know, don't hide. You should be proud. Get out there because we need you light workers to like help us raise the vibration of on the planet to help people find their intuition to like, it's like very feminine archetype energy, but you're doing it in a way that's masculine and like telling them like, let's get up and get out there and let's, let's make changes. So does that help? (laughs) My mind mind is so blown. (laughs) Like my mind is just like blown because this is everything that I was, have been pulled into. And also that my private clients are reflecting back to me right now. This is what they value in me. Like the deep spiritual, almost initiations and like, uh, like revolution internally. And it's just like, for me, it's incredible that my chart, as I said at the beginning, like, it's incredible that my chart says that about me. And it's not just about me. We're just using mine because mine is like up here now, but I guess it's for everyone. So just to repeat, like the seventh house is who your private clients are going to be. And then the 11th house is your like broader audience. It's a broader audience. So this is like your followers, right? This is like your, this is the audience that you speak to. So most of your marketing is going to be tailored to like that cancer energy. So the intuitive feminine energy, right? Like that's that's what it feels like. But the way that you speak to them isn't going to be like, also feminine and watery because you're mm. a cancer it's like leaning more into that leo Mercury. right okay yeah, yeah it's leading you more so like the that. way the way yeah. that you do it is like in a fiery way you know yeah. it's like you're not like getting on a call and talking like this like you're like what's going you know like you're more energetic and pumped up and maybe yeah. a little bit more dramatic like you're filling into that leo energy so for anybody listening it's like you look at who that audience is on the 11th ha- in the 11th house and, and the sign on that cusp and just like put yourself in in that audience. Like imagine like what would that audience feel like if it was like an Aries archetype? It could be like, whoa, like these people are at fire starters. They're like, there's they're so quick. Like, like what does that feel like? And how do they want to be spoken to? Right. Yeah. So like you can think about it through all of the different signs, but that's just kind of like a preview. And and I love it. And it works. It's like magic. 
Wow. And what do you do if like the 7,000, 11,000, I don't know if that's like geometric, like if that is mathematically possible, but they are like, let's say one water and one fire sign. So basically like in my understanding opposites, like how do you merge that into, into a brand message? Yeah. So the chart is actually um, formulated in a way that is a pattern. Right. So that's why when you said that you were a Virgo rising, that I can like do the pattern all the way around the chart and just envision your chart because you don't have it up anymore. So it's just in my head. Right. But the house or the sorry, the sign on the seventh house and on the eleventh house will always be the same element. So that makes it easy. They're always going to be water. Right. Okay. And for me, mine is fire. And so like, and somebody else might be earth and somebody else might be air, but it's going to be in the same element. So you'll notice that there's a pattern there that makes it easy for us to, to realize that like the audience is the same in the same element. They have Mm -hmm. different purposes. They have different um, drivers, right? Different things that inspire them or different problems, but at the core of who they are, they're the same element. Can you touch on the different elements? Because there's only four, right? So can you touch on the different elements, what the audience wants, what it needs, what their problems are and how they want to be spoken to? Yeah. So it varies specifically, right? Because you're going to want to look at the element and then the sign. So, but like in your case, it's water. So it's definitely somebody who's more intuitive, right? We picked up on that. And it's definitely like more of a feminine archetype. You could, but if it was Scorpio, it would be different, right? So that's why I'm like, you have to kind of like look at the exact sign to understand a little bit more. But from a fire perspective, which is mine, my audience is looking for my fire. They're looking to be activated and initiated by me, right? So if you have fire in your chart and maybe that's Aries or Sag, you know, then you can take a look and see like, okay, what is it that they want from me? Or maybe it's Leo, right? And understanding that they want to be activated by you in some sort of way. They want like, you are the fire that lights them up. And so it's like a perfect match for you to find somebody who's looking for that fire. And to not lean into like, you know, being soft and watery and things like that, like that's not your archetype. Like your archetype is more like like Tony Robbins feel, right? It's like get up and like, let's go and let's do this. And so it's like leaning into that. That's perfectly fine. That's who you are. If it's an earth archetype, it's like understanding that people, you know, it could be different. Like if it's Capricorn versus Taurus, right? Versus Virgo, it's a, it's a different want and a different desire. But from an earth archetype perspective, it's like, these are people who want grounding. They want something to be practical. So it's like, if I'm a mystic and say my Mercury is in Pisces, the way that I want to give them the spiritual information needs to be in a practical way that these people will understand it. Right. They want something practical, grounded, their earth energy. They want to stabilize something. They want something to be um, like something to create something that lasts for a really long time. If it's an air, these are your intellectual archetypes. So it really just depends on if it's Gemini, if it's the Libra or the Aquarius, but um, because that'll give it a different flavor. But from an air perspective, these are like the thinkers. These are like they're in their mind, right, versus their body. And it really depends if it's Aquarius. It's like talk to them about moving humanity forward. That's their purpose. Right. If it's in Virgo, talk to them about and give them all the details. So like these are the people who you want the sales page to have have every single detail because Virgo <laughs> is going to see it. Right. And Virgo wants things to be perfect. So like making sure that like things look a certain way, like when you're posting something on social media, take that extra time to like give the detail because the Virgos in your audience are going to notice it. Um, and then for, okay, I just missed, uh, missed one. Oh, Gemini. So if it's Gemini, that's a really fun one because you've got the twins, right? 
So feeling into that archetype of like, these are people who want two things, two different things. They want you to connect an idea over here that seems like it doesn't connect with this idea over here. I have a lot of Gemini in my chart and you see how I'm connecting astrology and branding, two things that wow, wouldn't normally yeah. go together. I'm focusing on that because that's the energy within my chart. So I hope that that helps. That helps so much. And I think especially to give ourselves the permission to show up exactly how it feels right to us. Because especially when we are not yet successful, oftentimes it's so easy to look at people that are further ahead on the journey and say like, oh, like she expresses herself that way. So I'm going, that oftentimes happens unconsciously. Often. But so yeah. I'm like, I'm going to, to sound like her. So I'm going to be successful. And that usually yeah. never works because she's, it's and you you <laughs> yeah um, and she's yeah. expressing herself in the way that could feel aligned and authentic to her but she could also be replicating another person's strategy and yeah. then you're just replicating from there 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 right like it just yeah. keeps going and going and we just have like a huge population of people who just are not authentically aligned in who they are and so when you yeah. lean into who you are then you magnetize the people who are for you and repel the people who are not for you and that is the most magnificent thing we can do because we do not want to work with people that are not in alignment because it's like, it's, it's literally energy sucking to do that. Yes. It's, not, it's not fun. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and what do we do with, okay. So now I'm like thinking, so now we have our mission. We have the way we communicate. We have our audience. Now the next step is how do we branded like how do yeah. we take it into branding into visuals yeah. and, and expression yeah so visuals or like your brand's identity yeah is merely communication so the visuals communicate what you're trying to communicate right so mm -hmm. it leans back to for me i lean into that mercury right so it's like the way that you want to communicate and is in a way that feels more like leo or you're like yours is the fire energy so it's like the identity shouldn't be so like quiet and muted if you're talking about telling people to get up and be courageous and get out there and and like lead with their heart do you see how like that doesn't feel yeah. aligned so it's leaning into the identity of being courageous and like getting out there and being bold and like being unafraid. So the branding is just purely going to reflect your message. Mm, I love so it. I'm like, I want to like, schedule a brand shoot now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like leaning into that, you know, Leo is so, you know, also connected to just like the primal archetype, but it's like taking it back to just like, you know, the basics. It's like, maybe you focus on like bold fonts, you know, mm -hmm. that are just out there. Cause it's like, you're showing how I'm being like, you're being courageous. Right. And then that inspires everybody else to be courageous and be their authentic self as well. But you can't do that if you're just like, you know, I keep thinking of like, if you're focusing on like, oh, I'm a cancer. So I'm going to do like a watery aesthetic or, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to do like something very muted, but then you're telling people to be courageous and like out there, it's like, that's when it's not aligned. And so think about like, what is your message once you dug into your mercury and then how can you reflect that through visuals? And that's wow. where the creative part comes into play, right? Like yeah. you are the creator of your life and you know best how that energy should come to life. So start experimenting with different photos that feel powerful to you or that feel bold or fonts that feel bold to you or powerful. Like you're leaning into that Leo archetype and, and it's really beautiful. Where's your Mercury at? 
Yeah. So I wonder if you can guess where my Mercury is. <laughs> I feel like it's quite bold as well, because like the I, I love what I love about your branding. It's like very simple, very like simple in the best way possible. Right. So very yeah. um, bold and I, I just love it. I just like I see these red. I see your yeah. logos and stuff in front of me. So I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. I don't know the zodiac signs enough. You know, <laughs> okay. I want to say Leo as well, but I don't know. Like maybe it's just because I'm a Leo. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. So it's interesting though because my branding is changing, and like behind the scenes, I'm going through a big rebrand, and I'm doing mm. like a big photo shoot, and like you said, everything is changing. But my Mercury is in Gemini, which is why I like talk so fast. Oh. I go from like this, this, and this, and this, okay. right? But for me, the aesthetic is about combining finding two things that don't go together, right? Wow, that makes so much sense. (laughs) It makes so much sense. So for me, like I, I just finalized the logo yesterday and it is absolutely everything that I wanted, but it is, it is me mixing two fonts that wouldn't normally go together, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and it is focusing on like straight lines with like very squiggly and curvy lines, right? I saw that story. That was actually for another client who's who had Gemini energy too, but it's about like combining two things that don't go together. So for example, I might pair like two colors that wouldn't seemingly go together. I might put those together, right? So from a Gemini perspective, I want to make sure that it just feels like it's combining multiple things. So maybe it's like, I'm doing human design, but then I'm a business coach and I pair those together. Right. Mm. Um, so I'm just giving like examples for like, what could somebody who could be in the audience could think of like if they were a Gemini um, and focusing on that, but I think like, maybe you're doing yoga, but then you're doing, you know, sound bowl healing. Right. And you pull mm. them together. Right. So it's like infusing the two and it could be really cool to even just do like a website that like looks like this something on this side and then something on the other so like i always think about like the juxtaposition between gemini and in that archetype yes i was just checking because i also have various gemini's in my in my in my chart and i also like yeah. to like pull things together and like mix yeah. things together and like where is mine um yeah yeah um, so it's in Venus and in Mars. I don't know what does t- that tells us, but they're there. Yes. Yeah. So when it comes to branding, branding itself, like what do you think that a standout brand is made of? Yeah, that's such a good question. I think it is made out of your authentic expression, to be mm, honest. I love like, that. It absolutely has to be aligned to who you are. And like the biggest success that I've seen personally in my business is when I align my client's brand to my own. So like, for example, I recently worked with a client and we aligned the brand to the chart. And in one week she made $80,000. So it's like, to me, like that's, that's the magic, right? Because it's like, that it's like that is where it's at right and then like another one of my clients was like featured in a big magazine right so it's like it's it's because we aligned to like who she authentically was we didn't look at anything outside of ourselves and I think that like that's the first thing that a lot of entrepreneurs do like you mentioned in the beginning of like I'm starting a business let me see what everybody else is doing I'm an astrologer let me see what all the other astrologers are doing oh this person makes like 100k months I'm just gonna do what she does and so it's like, what makes a standout brand is being a hundred percent in your authentic expression yeah. and 
having it align the energy to who you are embodying to what the visuals look like. That's the standout yeah. brand because we can talk about this all day, but if you're not embodying that Leo energy and being courageous yourself, if you're shying back, then people will feel that. And it doesn't matter that you know this information, you have to integrate it into your body and do it. Yes. Wow. I love that brand. so much. Yeah. I love that so much. I see that a lot in, in, in the online coaching space, you know, like, especially like manifestation, people have the same kind of like pink hue and astrologers have a lot of, um, the gradients and stuff. Yeah. And purple. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think it's not, I think what here matters as well, because, um, I know that you worked with Natalie Benson as well, and sh she also has kind of like this aesthetic, but it feels so true to her. So it's not just like doing something because like doing something different to do something different, you know, it's just like yeah. finding what is right for you and doing that. Right. I think exactly. that is very important. A hundred percent. And like, that's a really great example because I was in one of Natalia Benson's container and like in that container she asked us to create our own branding and our own website which is really like where a lot of this started and I was like okay I'm an astrologer she's an astrologer let me see what she's doing she's doing gradients and like pastel colors and I'm like okay sounds good so I started doing like gradients and pastels and then I felt extreme imposter syndrome and it wasn't that I didn't know my stuff as an astrologer like I have been studying so much I'm a one three profile in human design like I know my stuff but then I was like embodying who she was. And then, you know, it took that me understanding like, okay, actually, you know, and Natalia and I have talked about her chart. She's got a ton of Pisces in her chart. It makes sense for her. For me, it doesn't make sense. And my brand is more fiery and it is more impactful and it is kind of weird, you know, like that's who I am. And so definitely like embodying you, that is the standout brand. And you just have to figure out who you are. That's the first step. Yeah. That sounds so easy, though. <laughs> I think that's, like, that's kind of like the purpose of our entire lives, <laughs> figuring out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it is. But also the natal chart is a blueprint or a map for you to have a shortcut to that. Right. Like yeah. you can live your whole life and experience life and try to, like, figure it out along the way. Or you can have a map that says, like, turn left here, turn right here, and then you can embody it quicker. It's like bringing that timeline in a lot closer to you now. It just takes the willingness to experiment because if you just want the answer, right, it's like, just tell me what to do. It's like, it doesn't really work like that because I can tell you all day, like I told you my interpretation of it, but you're the only one who embodies that you know, expression and who really knows. So it's like, it's up to you to contemplate on that, sit with that energy and see how you can embody it and how you can get your body on board with what your mind now knows. Yeah. Like that's the work. Right. And so it's like daily embodiment practices or figuring out like in a day by day, am I making decisions as a courageous woman or am I hiding and, you know, scared. Right. So it's like, you have to ask yourself those questions and move through that. Nobody can tell you that. Yeah. So maybe as a last question, before we, we wrap up this, this beautiful conversation, I have like, my head is so full of new inspirations and ideas. Yeah. I'm very thankful for that. How can people start to embody their chart more like what is if there is someone listening right now and they're like okay now I know my I don't know for me Mercury's and Leo or whatever it is how can I start to embody that more yeah 
I think there's a couple of answers here and there's no right answer. I think like what has worked for me from an embodiment standpoint is to get my body on board with what my mind knows. And so that could look many different ways. So I think like for me personally, I used hypnosis as a mechanism for me to decondition myself because what happens is like, say you learn your highest expression is to help change humanity, but you're extremely scared to like step out there, put yourself out there. Like you're just not in a place to like, this is not for me. I don't know what to do. My chart is must be wrong or something like that then you have to do the deconditioning work that's necessary to move into the highest expression. It's not like you just say, okay, today I'm going to be courageous. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to, you know, decondition from the programming that's happened your entire life. Maybe people told you, don't be loud. Don't take up space. Don't do this. Right. So it's like, if you're a coach and you're telling people like, be loud, take up space, but they're like, I physically can't. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'm afraid or I've got like, you know, this, this mindset that like it cannot be done or it's not safe for me to do so, then I think it's like you can work on doing some subconscious reprogramming, which is, you know, could be hypnosis or or definitely there's other modalities, but to change what you think about yourself, yeah. to believe that this higher expression, like you might know it deep down when you read the information on Google, but like, do you really, are you really aligned with that? You know, like, mm-hmm. do I really think I could be courageous and show up every day as a vulnerable human being like it's very vulnerable to do that and if you feel like no I can't then examine like why you know like Mm -hmm. is it because I don't feel safe is is it because I feel like people will think I'm stupid right like it whatever that reason is and then decondition around that so you can look up like how to do self-hypnosis you can work with a hypnotherapist or you can just look up like subconscious reprogramming and how you can do that I think another thing that really worked for me was also like embodiment practices. So like moving the information from my mind to my body and getting my body on board with that. So it could be like, maybe that's somatic movement. Maybe it's dancing, maybe it's working out, but like physically getting your body on board with like, this is where we're headed, right? Like (laughs) you've been afraid your whole life to stand out and be courageous, but this is what, this is where we're going. Right. Yeah. And so you have to get your body on board with that too. So like whatever that looks like for you, maybe it's even just like as gentle as like, like taking a bubble bath and, you know, just in like enjoying your own energy, you know, could be something like that too, or yoga or, you know, anything. Um, so I think that those are the ways that like you can integrate it because your soul knows like everything we talked about today is what's in your soul, right? Yeah. But you, you've got to get the mind and body on board because then all three work together, the mind, body, and the soul connection. And then that's when you're able to manifest the life of your dreams. Wow. Thank you so much, Tony. How can people learn more about your work and find more about you? Yeah. So you can feel free to reach out to me onto my website. It's TonyZamora.com. You can also reach out to me on Instagram because I love to talk. Like that's how you and I met. We were DMing back and forth. Like I love it so much. It's my Gemini energy. And on Instagram, I am Tony the Creator. And yeah, I would love to to connect more and talk about astrology and branding. I could do it for hours because it's so fun um, <laughs> and answer questions. There is an incredible life. I think I'll put that into the show notes as well. I put all of the links to, into the show notes. And I think also there's a link for the live 
um, where Tony also dives into many of the aspects that we talked about today that I really yeah. enjoyed. That's how I found you. And I'm so oh. happy that you were on, on this podcast episode today. I think there is so much value in there. So much people can actually take away from. And what I love about this is that it's tangible. You know, it's like yeah. people can now sit down, get Google out, get their sheets out and That's what I'm going to do all night. <laughs> yes. Google, Google yeah. my chart away. <laughs> yeah, Google it all night. And like, that's the fun of it. It's like the experiment and seeing like, yeah. what is this person, you know, what's their interpretation of it? And just remember that there are interpretations. So like, if something doesn't align for you, please like move on and leave it. And then find another resource that when you read that, like, oh, that feels good for me. Right. So it's like, it's yeah. all about you checking in with your own authority and seeing like what feels right for you. And you don't have to be a professional astrologer to do so. Just start Googling like, what does this mean? And what does this house mean? And what does this mean? Um, and then finding out the information there. Thank you so much, Tony. This was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on here. Yes, of course. You're so welcome. Bye. Hello, my love. Thank you so much for sharing this beautiful time with us today. It means really so much for me to have you here. And that is exactly why I also have a little favor to ask you. You know, I'm creating this podcast to be of your service, to serve you. So there's two little things that you can do to support me in bringing the good stuff your way. One of that is shooting me a direct message, letting me know what your biggest outtake was, letting me know what you really loved about this episode. And the other thing is to leave me a little five-star review if that feels in alignment or even taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it to your story so that we can share this message with more people. So if you believe that these transmissions that come through this portal of this podcast are supposed to reach more souls, then please go ahead and share it with your community. And it means so much to me. Thank you. I love you. I see you. I honor you. I am you. And I'm so excited to welcome you back here next week. Bye-bye.